This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you ask me who my best friend is, I will not hesitate to tell you that my best friend is my husband. He treats me like a queen, he lifts me up, he makes me feel like I'm the only woman in the world, and I honestly can't imagine it any other way. Unfortunately, that's not the case for everyone. On today's case, Ms. Smith says that her husband is the complete opposite. She says he regularly calls her ugly, humiliates her in public, and sneaks around with other women. She's here in my courtroom because she says she is fed up with his demeaning behavior, and she's demanding a change today. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Smith versus Smith. Thank you very much, Mrs. Smith, Mr. Smith. Mrs. Smith, you say your marriage is broken. The lies, the belittlement, and your husband's problematic behavior has led you to the conclusion that divorce is the only option. Yes, Your Honor. And, Mr. Smith, you say you're here to save your marriage. You admit your actions have negatively impacted on your wife, but you want a chance to redeem yourself. Yes, Your Honor. So, Mrs. Smith, you all have been married now, as I look at my court papers, married three years, but you've been together for eight years. You share a five-year-old, and you have two daughters, and he has two sons from a previous relationship, and that means there's some stake in here that there's some children that are involved, and they're all young. Ms. Smith, why are we in court today? I'm fed up. I'm fed up with this marriage. The last three years of this marriage, he has gotten too comfortable. I just don't know how to feel anymore around him. I used to be a queen. He used to make me feel like I was the only thing in the room, like, put me on a pedestal. But now it's just... I'm just... I'm fed up. I can't do it anymore. I just want co-parenting. And so, Mr. Smith, you heard your wife. She basically says enough is enough. She's tired of being the only person working in this relationship. What do you say, sir? Your Honor, I say that the reason I'm here is to save my marriage. There's plenty of fish in the sea, as they used to say, but she's the only fish that I see. I love her dearly, and I really want to save my marriage. So, I hear what you're saying, Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Smith, I need to find out if there's anything left to save. As I said, you've been married three years. It'll be three years this summer. But you've been together eight years, so there's a whole lot of history there. Why don't you tell me a little bit about how you met and what led us to get to the point where we're in divorce court? We met through a mutual friend at my job. I needed my brakes done on my car. Mm -hmm. So the mutual friend said, I know a nice guy that can do your brakes. So I reached out to him about doing my brakes. He He did not do my brakes. But we end up talking. It was during Hurricane Matthew season. Mm-hmm. So we end up talking, texting each other back and forth. He didn't have any lights and water. I still had lights and water. So I offered for him to come over. I cooked for him. Mm-hmm. He took a shower. I let him have my room. I slept downstairs. And from there, it was history. But what went wrong? He just got too comfortable, Yana. Really? When you say he got too comfortable, I know you say that it started with, really, the belittlement. For instance, we had a little get-together over the house. There was family there. 
And, you know, we was all talking about how, you know, why we got married, why was we married, you know, what we love about our spouses. And he speaks out, he just blurts out, oh, I got married because she got pregnant. Ooh. I don't want to pay child support. So I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, did he really just say this? Like, at this point, I'm feeling like down with myself. I feel embarrassed. I can't believe he said that. Wow, Mrs. Smith, that was kind of... Kind of intense. Why would you say something like that in front of all them people? Your Honor, she's always in my conversation. And I was talking to my friends at the time, made a little side joke, and I told them, I said, watch, she go take this and make it something big. Didn't mean no harm about it or nothing like that. Yes, you did, because you wouldn't have said it. But that we... was the whole point. I was embarrassed because I really got Your pregnant. Honor. And Your we really, Honor, really I, got I, married, I, like, literally. I didn't mean no harm about it, Your Honor. So, but, 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 Mrs. Smith, and... you really did have an accidental pregnancy, correct? Correct. And, Mr. Smith, you actually did make the decision to get married... Correct. ...as a result of the accidental pregnancy. Correct. So, I'm imagining for your wife, it's a bit sensitive that... You didn't, like, drop to one knee and say, I'm so in love with you, you are my queen, because you felt that. You felt an obligation because she was pregnant, and then you all tried to figure it out and to make a life together. So you know that already hurts your wife. You know that. She's just so sensitive, Your Honor. But I would understand her being sensitive she's, about that. She's very so sensitive about everything. So is that true, Mrs. Smith? But for can, another, for, no, uh, for another, let me give you another example. I can sit here and joke around. One day when he was getting, give me, give me one second. One day he was getting ready for work. We was all getting ready for work. We both work. I work twelve hours. He worked twelve hours. So I don't have time to get my hair done professionally. I take care of my kids. I take care of my mother also. So I put my hair in silly braids. He said, "Why are you walking around here looking like silly from Color Purple?" So what's silly braids? Meaning just um... some plaid. Just and I flat. put, like, a little, you know, little hair scarf or something on it, and I go to work. Well, the kind of job you do, does it require you to have your hair done or anything? No, I'm a nurse. We can cover our hair. Oh, yeah, you're gonna be just up in there taking care of the folk. You put a, yeah. put a scarf on, you good to go. It doesn't really matter how my hair looks. I'm already black, fat, with three kids, and you just come out and say I look, like, silly from Color Purple. Well, first of all, I think you're beautiful. That's number one. Thank you. Um, and uh, number two, your hair looks gorgeous. Thank and you. what you also don't know is I've been obsessing since 3.30 this morning, my hand to God, on what my goddess braids are going to look like this summer because I'm going to have my hair braided. Thank you. I just want you to know that you would not know, but that is a true story. Yes. I couldn't sleep last night. I woke up early as I've been obsessing on how I want these braids to look. So, I don't want you to sit there and put yourself in anybody's category. Baby, stand in the space God has created for you. You don't let nobody define you. I am the author of the only dictionary that defines me. You better say that. I am the author of the only dictionary that defines me. And by the way, Sealy won at the end, and Mr. was the one standing there looking ignorant. So you might want to check yourself on being insulting about Sealy. We was cleaning up, and I'm like, can you help me clean up after the birthday party? He looks at me, and he was like, well, that's what I married you for. When he does that in front of the kids, it makes the kids not wanting, not wanting to respect me. Not true, y'all. I don't belittle her in front of the kids. Regardless of what you think, 
That's how she feels. Promotional consideration provided by Divorce Court will be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mrs. Smith, it sounds to me like you've been losing yourself. Because I know that the belittling has bothered you. It, it actually, you know, has been in front of your children. Yes. My daughter had a birthday party and we was cleaning... Must I remind you both of us work? We was cleaning up and I'm like, can you help me clean up after the birthday party? Like, can you at least do the outside and, and I'm going to do the inside. He looks at me. He was like, well, that's what I married you for. Not I'm like, so you married me to be a maid? But when he does that in front of the kids, it makes the kids not wanting, not wanting to respect me. Not true, Yon. <laughs> when he talk like that... If, not true. When he talk like that... I... To listen, me, listen in to front her. of the listen kids... To listen to him. The kids don't want to... Especially my son. Because he doesn't respect me at all. Listen to your wife. They respect him. But just because the way he talked to me... I must say, likely he has been trying to change, but we've been together for almost eight years and you've been doing it for so long that they don't even respect me. Mr. Smith, the reason I, I stopped you is because I wanted you to hear what your wife was saying. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what you think, that's how she feels. Mm-hmm. And it's raw right now, Mrs. Smith. Your Honor, I don't belittle her in front of the kids. Well, this incident I, is a specific incident that she talked about. I told her. I set up everything. I cooked everything, prepared everything. At least you can do it just... That's not the way you said it. It is clean up. Did you or did you not say, that's what I married you for, like you the maid? No, ma'am. That's uh, a lie. Yes, you did. Mr. No. Mr. Smith, I can tell just the way you... I remember. I can tell the way you're talking to no, me... No, I did not... ...that you did belittle her. I can tell. This is the way you... That's ...you confront. She, that's what she thinks I belittle her. I don't. No, sir. I'm talking about what you actually said. I'm not... I'm not dealing with what your intention was. What you said to her was, that's what I married you for. No, ma'am. You did not say that. No, ma'am. She's lying to me. That's a lie. I cannot imagine that Mrs. Smith is standing here in all these tears with all that... several occasions. That's not even the only time. Mrs. Smith, we're not going to argue... Excuse me. We're not going to argue over whether or not you said it. I can tell you how it made her feel. Period. You made her feel like she was the maid. And you said it in such a way that, according to her, her son now looks at her like she doesn't have to be respected. That is her perception. And more importantly, something tells me that's because her son has been being disrespectful. Am I right? Yes, he don't even listen to me. The reason why she say the kids don't respect her is because she gives... She let them do whatever she wants. 
she can sit there and tell them, y'all do this, y'all do that, y'all do this. They sit there and act like they don't hear her. Would you like me to tell you why? Because for years, they watched you disrespect her. So I don't know if you've changed in the last year or months or whatever, but they've seen you. Your Honor. They've seen that it doesn't matter what she thinks because you're going to get it done the way you want to get it done anyway. They saw that. So, of course, their attitude is, well, I got to listen to her. He claimed he was paying somebody for sex. You throw the money in the yard and they come by and get it. I have to see this. He's throwing the money in the yard, driving to make sure that the money went in the yard. She was everything that I wanted my wife to be. She wears short clothes and look like a hoe. My mouth is wide open. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Mrs. Smith, why do you say that he's sneaky? I got my son a phone and I hadn't gave it to him yet. So I was texting him just playing on his phone. I didn't think I was going to get a reaction to the text messages. So Who I'm... were you texting? Him. My Meaning husband. your husband. Yes, just texting but him. But pretending, well, from your son's phone? Yeah, but he didn't, he hadn't, he didn't know the number. I hadn't get my phone. So it comes across as a miscellaneous number? Yeah. Okay, and what were you texting? So the response to the text is, I was like, hey, what's up? What you doing? He just texted back, I got $60. What? So I'm like, $60? Okay, what what we doing? Oh, meet me at the park. But wait, I thought you said he didn't know who it was. He didn't know who it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. He didn't know what it was. So evidently, this is something that's been going on. Because if I text you from a number that you don't know, and you tell me you got $60, meet you at the park. Keep going. This story is interesting. So he said, meet me at the park. So I go back. Nobody never meet him because, of course, it's me and I'm at work. So he texts back and say, well... To the number that he doesn't know. That he doesn't know. He texts back and say, I'm just going to put the money in a paper tower, go by the house, I'm going to throw it in the yard. I submitted evidence on my rain camera where where he's throwing money in the yard. No, 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 no. I have to see this. He's throwing the money in the yard and driving to make sure that the money went in the yard... What did you do? I sent my daughter outside because I couldn't believe it. And Lord knows, <laughs> it was a paper towel with money in it. Man. So I waited a couple of days because it was almost rent time. And I'm like, I don't want to mess up my rent. And I was like, let me, uh, let me wait and see. And then I'm going to confront him about this. My mouth is wide open. I, no. This is crazy. <laughs> I confronted him about this to ask him, why would you throw $60 in your in a paper towel? He claimed he was paying somebody for sex. And that's how you pay a female for sex. 
You Damn. throw the money in the yard and they come by and get it. Busted, bro. Not true, Your Honor. What it was, Your Honor, this person had came to me and previous and had asked to borrow some money. When I got the text on my phone, this person had borrowed money, had came and asked to borrow money. I kept that. I should have told my wife about that. Okay. And I told her, I admit of giving her the money the first time. And the second time, I told her I admitted to that too. I, yes, I put the money there because they asked for it the first time when I got that random text on my phone. You thought it was the same person. I thought it was the same person. It was for sex. And I and I had admitted, no, it was not for no sex. But so wait a minute, why? Why would? That's you what she assumed. That but it, did you tell this woman that it was for sex? I, I'm a, that's what he told me. No, that I, it was for sex. That he was like, I just put the money in the paper towel and she just come get it. Like how she know where we live at? Like. It, it don't seem right. It seemed crazy, but Mr. in Smith. his head, that's what he said it was for sex. Mr. Smith, just what... be honest and just tell the truth. Mr. Smith, why would you say something like that? What's come yeah, on now? I did admit to that she was looking good. She was everything that I wanted my wife to be. Wow. She wears short clothes and look like a hoe. But anyway, so 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 oh, you admit. Yes, I admit to it. soliciting this miscellaneous woman and being willing to pay her money yes. by throwing it in the yard yes. in the paper towel. Yes. Foul, bro. Mr. Smith. Foul. If she dresses up, if she does what she's supposed to do. If I she, work. If she makes herself look good, makes herself presentable and stuff as a wife. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow that. I'm not. What I'm not gonna do is allow you to belittle her in front of me. That might work in front of your kids, but I'm not your child. So that's not gonna happen in this courtroom. Not another time. You will not put your lack of character on her shoulders. Not in this courtroom. You have the lowest character of anybody who's been in my courtroom this week. I just want you to know. This is a sad and disgusting example of what a man does to a woman when he wants to beat down her self-esteem. You treat her like a doormat that you can walk over. In all honesty, you treat her like a piece of garbage in the street. This is the way you treat people that you don't care about, not somebody that you purport to love. You want to save your marriage. This, you don't want to save your marriage. You don't have a marriage. Because a marriage would require a man to be a man. And you are not a man. Let me tell you something, Ms. Smith. If you cry one more tear over this sorry, trifling excuse of a man... We're going to have a problem. Young lady, you work every day. You have a good job. You have a career. You need to stand in the space that God has created for you. You brought divorce papers here to this courtroom. Robert, get those divorce papers. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. If you don't walk away from this marriage, you don't need marriage counseling. You need Uber fare so that you don't have to ever depend on him now another time. You have signed this information. Would you like me to serve the divorce papers to your husband? 
Are you ready to walk away? Or are you gonna stand there and be a doormat again? Yes, I'm ready. Serve the papers. Gladly. Mr. Smith, you've been served. Mrs. Smith, let me tell you something. This is the time that you need to leave him standing. You need to tell him that you are not anybody's doormat. Get up off the floor. Get I'm up off the about floor. I'm self-esteem. You'll never make me feel bad again. Walk away. That's right. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> Walk away. Get out. <laughs> Farmer Fred ran up on the wrong judge today. Foul, trifling piece of you-know-what. Exactly, because let me tell you something. He was not going to beat up on her in front of me and belittle her. Oh, no. Case closed. Get out. Made in Georgia.